Are you repeating the same relationship patterns? Find yourself with the same kind of person over and over again. Are you feeling attacked by this ad? <laughs> Therapy can help you figure out why. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TBTB and break the cycle. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Bold and the Beautiful. I am here without Kevin, but I am Melissa. I am Angel. I am Marcus. And we have a very special guest today. I made it this time, y'all. We are so excited. <laughs> it is none other than Pastor Cal. Yes. Woo! What's up? What's up? Pastor Cal, how are you today? I am awesome. I'm awesome. It's a pleasure and an honor to be with you guys. Oh, that sounded like a pastor. Come on and let us have the honor, too. We are so excited. Come on, First Lady. I know, listen, we are I know, right? so blessed to have you in this uh, building today. No, we... The edifice. Yeah. <laughs> we have really... Yes. When Melissa said that she had you, we were so excited. Yeah, we've been poking around at it for a while. And we have brought it up like, wouldn't it be dope? Wouldn't it be dope? And one day she like, guess what? Listen, we was like, our, tell more lies. <laughs> our PR plug, shout out to you. You know who you are and mm-hmm. go put your name out in the folks in the business of the streets. Right, 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 right. Uh, but we appreciate you because she'd be like, would you like? Yes. We'd be like, yes, absolutely. we would. Yes, we would. Absolutely. Yes, we would. Of course. sometimes we're like, no, we wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we some people down. Like, hey. was a strong, a fervent, mighty yes. So we are so super, super, super excited to have you here. So listen, Pastor Cal, we gonna get right up into it but we're gonna start with the book before we get deep yes. dive into yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. pastor cal has a new book actually it, it, it launched today right yes yeah, september 7th today is nice. the day it hit the shelves congratulations. So congratulations congratulations to you oh this is a late been a labor of love and we, we're just so 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 excited um to get this into the hands of people this is like a manual that that people need man so uh, hey mm-hmm. i'm excited to see what's going to happen Love it, love it, love it. So, of course, you know that we review the Married at First uh, Sight show uh, as married couples. Yes. We're no experts here. But, you know, just experience has taught us just maybe a little, a tiny little bit of things. So, how long, your wife's name is Wendy. 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 What's up, Wendy? Hey, Hey, Miss Wendy. How you doing? First lady, Wendy. They're saying hi to you, baby. No. Oh, she's up in there. <laughs> hey, Miss Wendy. Hey, Miss Wendy. Miss Wendy. <laughs> um, so how long have you been married? Oh, gosh. Uh, we are in our 14th year. Oh, yeah. that's the same as us. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah. 2007 uh, weddings. Or did y'all get married in 2006? No, we got, we got. Now, here's how we celebrate. Tell me. When we celebrate our, well, actually, no, you know what? It's so funny. because Don't get in trouble. I know, right? <laughs> We were just talking about this. Whenever our anniversary is and we start the next year, we're saying we're in our next right. year. Exactly. So we actually got, no, you know what? It's the 13th year. Oh, my God. We got married in 2009, which means okay. we're in our 13th year. Okay. Got, gotcha. it, got, okay. It, got it. Got it. Got it. Now, we're a little different that, because we're second timers. Okay. Ah. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Listen, Ain't my mother's a fourth, fifth timer. No, no, we just did two. Yeah, yeah, we just we <laughs> just said, just the two. Said, said two. That's it. We done. Ain't more. neither one of us walking up out of this one. <laughs> hey, no, this is till death, voluntarily or involuntarily. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Oh, I love it. So in 14 years, and it's your second time around, I know you probably got lots and lots and lots of information to give. So can you tell us some of the points that you talk about? First of all, the title of the book is <laughs> Marriage Ain't for Punks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Marriage been Ain't a for Punks. You know, I mean, oh, my God. You know, everybody who I've talked to has been married any more, more than, what, two days, you know, <laughs> understand, <laughs> understand that title, you know, that. This marriage is, is serious, you know, and it's like, look, if you if you're not willing to do the work, don't don't walk down the aisle. Don't play with it, mm-hmm. because, I mean, mm-hmm. it takes some serious compromise, some serious uh, just just uh, fortitude to mm-hmm. get into this thing and work through the issues and the challenges to make it work. And I mm-hmm. tell people, look, marriage doesn't work. People work. Come on. Oh, that's good. Say more marriage about is just the institution that mm-hmm. the people are in, but it, it don't don't know you you do the work and your marriage will be great. Everything my marriage ain't working. This is because you ain't working. Come on, Pastor Cal. Hey. That was good. Dragon folk already. <laughs> you sound like me somewhat. <laughs> just a little more insightful. <laughs> 
I love, go ahead. I was just going to ask how you, I know you said it was a labor of love. How long had you been working on this book? Well, I've been working on this book, honestly, probably about four, maybe four and a half years. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You know? okay. Yeah, but it's a compilation. Actually, the idea for the book, I've been working on it officially as a book for probably about, man, probably almost four years. But uh, the idea for Mary uh, Ain't For Punks is probably about about seven years old, mm-hmm. uh, where we, we, we first started that, and we started calling our conferences the Marriage Ain't For Punks Conference. <laughs> yes. So we've been... We've been doing our marriage conferences now for like uh, 10 years or so. Yeah. So it's the Marriage Ain't For Punks Conference. And then we just turn that as well as the last 20 years of my counseling experience into books, into a book. Oh, I wanted to know this. So, Pastor Cal, you do have like formal training in relationship, um, like li- license. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Therapist? Therapist. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I don't I don't call myself a therapist per se. But here's the thing. Uh my undergrad, of course, is in theology. My master's is divinity with an emphasis in counseling. And I did doctoral studies at Ashton University. Um, I even went to law school, believe it or not. But but all of that has been focused in, I know, I know, please. Don't, I don't love that. it. No, yeah. I love all of it. Yeah, Come on. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a whole lot I've done. But uh, my focus has always been in counseling. And as a pastoral counselor, coming under the rubric of pastoral, of pastoring, Counseling, pastoral counseling is different from clinical counseling mm-hmm. or, or others. There's a, there's a whole different, you know, rubric that we stand under. But yeah, I've been a pastoral counselor for years. So you say it, it was the book, the concept of the book was about seven years old and it's about four years of working on getting it out. Exactly. How much of that was like a living document? Like, oh, as I'm writing this book, I'm actually, let me go back and change this or change that. Did that, <laughs> did that happen? All of it, man. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, man. I get. I have a lot of, of of me, a lot of us. But it's interesting because uh, uh, the book is actually a, a compilation of of a lot of the experiences that I've had with couples. So each chapter begins with a very, you know, loosely. I'm talking about couples that I've experienced or that I've counseled a coach over the last 15, 20 years, and I, I change the names to protect the innocent. But I tell their stories and -hmm. then I talk about their challenges. And then throughout the rest of that chapter, I talk about what I did uh, to overcome those challenges or how they overcame those challenges. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a compilation of of the stories that I've encountered, as well as things that we have personally encountered. Wow. When you think about, you know, some of your major tips, foundational tips that you would give a couple starting out, what are they? Embrace change. Don't um, don't ever feel that someone is doing you an injustice for wanting you to change. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny because people good. always say, you know, what? Well, don't change me. Don't change me. I'm like, well, look, we don't have a problem changing for our jobs. We don't have a problem changing for, you know, our, 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 our schools. I mean, we mm-hmm. change for all kinds of stuff. When we get into relationships. All of a sudden, you know, we get brain locked. Nope. Don't change me. Accept me as I am. Well, mm-hmm. that's great. Everybody wants to be accepted as they are, but no one needs to stay as they are. Mm-hmm. You know, I ch- my wife has changed me tremendously. And I'm proud to say, and I like to think that I've changed her also. I think I've had more changing to do than she did. But, mm-hmm. you know, regardless, I, I think that it's necessary to, to understand that every event you have in your life will change you. I would, yeah. If I would ask each of you individually, you're not the same person you all were last year. Oh. Right. Y'all not the same person you were last week. You might not be the same person you were last night, you know, mm-hmm. because every event, every experience you has, you have changes you. And as a couple, you have to come together to determine where you are changed, where you have changed, and then find some kind of a, some kind of compromise, some kind of unity, you know, through that. And that's where the conflict comes when you're coming together to see where your differences are. And then you have to find some sort of unanimity in that. See, this man is over here changing and helping lives right now in this moment. <laughs> Let me tell you how many people needed to hear that. I, Be prepared to change. I love that answer. One of the things that Kevin and I often say is um, when people ask us a similar question is prepare for any, nothing to change and prepare for everything to stay the same. Um, meaning there are some things you're signing up for and your partner will not change. Mm-hmm. So be prepared mm-hmm. for that to stay the same. And there's right. some things that you signed up for and how they are will change. Right. And you have mm-hmm. to be able to t- go with that as well, because that's just life. 
Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. Kevin didn't like avocados when we first met. Now he loves them. He hated spicy food, and now he can stomach it. It's just part of life. And if yeah. you expect whoever you marry to be the same person as you said on um, I Do, the day you said I Do to be the same person years later, child, you're going to be in for a doozy. Cause that's that's, that's a ridiculous expectation. It's like uh, a woman came to me once and said, you know what, my, my husband, he's not the same person I married. I'm like, Duh. It shouldn't be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about ten years. How are you gonna be the same person you were ten years ago? Mm-hmm. It doesn't even make it, it doesn't make sense. Now, Pastor Kyle, what do you feel like has been in all your years of uh, uh, pastoral counseling has been the most common like hurdle or obstacle in marriages? Probably um, uh, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, people having um, challenges in, in forgiving. Uh, whether and, and it doesn't always. When we think about forgiveness, we, we always sometimes we think about like forgiving for something huge, like uh, uh, infidelity or something like that. But it could be just forgiving, forgiving someone and holding a grudge. That's been the the biggest thing is that when someone's offended, um, just putting up that wall and refusing to release another person from your judgment. Mm. You know that that's that's one of the biggest things is is is, is having the kind of. Of, of soul or the kind of spirit which says, you know what, I know you screwed up, I screwed up, all, I screw up also, um, and I'm going to release you from my, from the judgment that I have over you. That's That seems to be pretty con- consistent. And in the book, I talk about what real forgiveness looks like. And one of the stories of the couples who experienced infidelity, I talk about what real forgiveness looks like, the offender and the offended, and how each of them have to approach this thing in order to get complete forgiveness in their lives. Um, and if you're really going to forgive somebody, you have to forgive them not only for what you have to forgive the actor and not just the act. Mm. You have to forgive them not only for what they did, but you have to forgive them for who they are. And you have to also forgive the possibility that it might happen again. Oh, Jesus. That's a hard one. You yeah, want me to walk right with there. the Lord. I don't. I well, don't well, that. well, marriage ain't for punks. <laughs> that's what you're saying. <laughs> This is getting real good. Uh, Before we jump into the next question, we're going to jump into our first ad right now. You guys, a part of being a woman a lot of times is dealing with your menstrual cycle. And while sometimes it can be messy, we have a solution for you. And it is Flex. Flex is an amazing product that is able to help you have even better periods, safer for you and safer for the environment. Flex is an innovative period care product. with products that have are body safe and made with comfort and made to keep you moving. Now there's a flex disc, which is one of my favorites. It's a very small disc that you insert and it's a one-time use and it's fits perfectly inside. It holds, uh, it can be worn up for 12 hours and holds up as much as three super tampons, but it's not a cup, but it's better than a tampon. And it's unlike any other period product you've ever seen before. It's like a little small circle with a little mesh material in between that you're able to use on your period. Also, you can use during intercourse. So it is a win-win situation. You never have to worry about messing up your white sheets during period sex. Now, there's also the Flex Cup. Again, one of my favorites. The planet is going to love you for using this, and so will your body. It's a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. It has a patterned, uh, patterned pull tab, which makes Flex Cup the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it. Also, it is disability friendly and is made for beginners in mind, and it's velvety soft, completely safe for the body, and lasts for up to years. Okay, lasts for up to years, guys. Years. I absolutely love using it. It was so easy to use the first time. I take it with me on tour so that I don't have to worry about if my uh, cycle decides to be a little irregular and come before I think it's supposed to come. I'm always prepared without having to lug around a big old box of tampons or pads. I got this one flex cup and it works for me wherever I go. So this is what we want you to do. Say goodbye to cramps. Put sex back on the table and lend mother nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tbtb and use code tbtb for 20% off flex disc starter kits or 10% off your first flex up cup plus free U.S. shipping. The code again is TBTB at flex, F-L-E-X, fits, F-I-T-S, dot com slash TBTB. And we're back. You better do it. That was fantastical. Listen, I was like, let me be, I said, if I'm going to be involved, I'm going to help you out, listen. I'm going to at least watch this clock. I'm a show enough. (laughs) 
That's a lot more than what I was thinking. <laughs> I really quick. I don't like your answer, Pastor Cal. It was a good answer, but I don't like it. Right. Tell me why not. I said, oh, I can't do that. I, I love, think I, I want to be a that. punk right now. Why don't you like my answer? You know why? Because I think it is so... Well, I love your answer. I just also hate it. Uh, because <laughs> I think it is so... I think resentment builds when forgiveness is conditioned upon not forgiving it's almost like grieving who i thought you were mm, right. that's good mm. list. and so if i'm holding on to it and you're not that then now what now what you mean i gotta forgive that too i yeah. don't i don't want to do that yeah 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 and, and the thing that hinders forgiveness is is simple it's it's pride i mean come on we we we, we all have a, a a preconceived notion or just a notion of of how we feel our spouses or our significant others should be. Mm-hmm. We have a notion of how we feel they should act. And we even we even have a notion of how we feel they should respond, you know, when they've done something wrong and and, and how they should treat us. Yeah. But if you really want to be married, you have to honestly erase that. And you have to accept them where they are, how they are, who they are. You know, and that's why this whole thing of forgiving for, for your past, your present, and your future is really tough. But this came directly out of an experience I had with a, with a couple mm-hmm. where she asked me, should I leave because he's cheated on me multiple times? Mm. And I said, well, if you left, would you miss him? She said, yes. I said, well, if you left, um, you know, would, do you feel as though you would regret it? Yes. Well, then why would you leave? She said, well, how do I stay? And that's when we talked about forgiveness and the fact that forgiving the act is one thing. But if I only forgive the act, then I'm leaving it open for when you do the act again, I got to forgive again. But if I give the if I forgive the actor, what I'm saying is that all of who you are, all of what you did, I'm forgiving the fact that you that I'm forgiving you, not what you did. I'm forgiving you. And I have to see you in a new light. And I also have to forgive the possibility. <laughs> you see, I'm like, oh, come on, Pastor Cal, you're going to have to help wrap me up in this one. Because I'm like, now what it's, now, hey? I think he's speaking yes, like this specific yes. example. Now, now look, uh, uh, I just still have this is real. <laughs> <laughs> you, y'all, y'all, ain't, y'all ain't ready. No, you, I you told right, you that. Y'all some pups. I said it. Yeah, I'll tattoo it on me. This is also now, why I'm not forg- a pastor. People don't come to me. Or you can mm-hmm. forgive and leave. Amen. There you go. But the, the <laughs> issue is not whether you stay or leave. The issue is whether you forgive. Okay. Now, they, okay, I can get with you, you on board with that, Pastor Cal. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to forgive. And, and I have seen it over and over and over again that when people truly forgive, they say, okay, fine, I'm, I can forgive and leave. That's cool. But when you truly forgive and you see that person as a flawed individual, you see that person as someone who fell. Not someone who intentionally fail, but someone who has an issue that they need to overcome. When people see that and they forgive, nine times out of ten, they start reconsidering whether they want to leave. Mm. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I just still reject it. <laughs> he said, let me just take that, put that in the reject back. But no, that's something. I mean, again, that is why you are a pastor and you meet people where they're at and why I'm not. Because I'll be like, I don't care if you miss them. Leave. <laughs> right. But I understand you're meeting people where they are. Right. Where they might say they're leaving, but they ain't really left. That's so true. They no. still there. Yeah. 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 And I've That's seen so people true. stay. I've seen yeah. people do some crazy stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And and get through it. I've yeah, seen we have too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we definitely know some folk that we just like. Well, we'll be, we'll stick yeah, beside it's just you. Like, huh. stick beside you. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. Work, huh? Right. But here's something. the thing: you can't be any madder at someone's spouse than they are. Yes. Uh, come on, that's a hard one, Pastor Cal, because you be wanting to be, and you just like you ain't as mad as me. This yeah. is silly. I'm like, no, I'm minding mind my business. I'm yeah, over you here. Know. You want me to be mad with you? I'll be mad with you in a moment. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And then I'm gonna get. Then I'm gonna go home. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the thing. Once you tell family, it's hard for them to release it. Oh, oh yeah. It's me. I'm to. family, though, too. Me, too, girl. Uh, we right be, there. The next time I see you, oh, now y'all want to be all hugged up and lovey-dovey. No, I'm mm-hmm. still pissed. Yeah. But you know, Melissa, you know why? You know how to remedy that? Please tell me. Don't tell family. Come that's on. Now, that's yeah. the truth now. That's real. 
That's don't tell the family because I tell people, listen, uh, and I ha- and I see this all the time on the show when, you know, the first sign of trouble, they go running and tell their mother, their father, what have you. You have to realize that when you tell somebody else about an issue that you're having at a particular time, for them, that issue is locked in time. Come on. You'll go ahead and forgive the next day, the next week, and you come back a month later and they're like, oh, he's still doing oh, that so-and-so, that son of a whatever, whatever. Oh, yeah. You remember what? And I said, mom, we got over that. Uh, I don't believe it. Right. Because you 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 have to tell them something. Uh, First of all, you try to get over yourself. If you want to reveal something to your parents or friends or what have you reveal the story after you've resolved it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because they're still living in the moment of finding out and the heat that you brought to them. And usually you go to the person and when you're at your lowest. So they're seeing you there. Exactly. They're not seeing the transition. And just like, how can I forgive somebody for making you feel that way? And you know they're going to take your side. Come sure on. That's better. why they're coming to you. They better. <laughs> <laughs> like, be mad with me. Yeah. yeah they're going to take your side. You know, they're not going to say, what you do? No, they're going to take your side. Yeah, I really quickly want to say this. I think I saw a comment there when they were talking about domestic violence. This is barring mm-hmm. domestic okay. violence, obviously. Okay. If you're oh, in a yeah. domestic violence situation, reach out, tell somebody, get yeah. the help. That's not what we're talking about here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and thank you for that caveat because you're absolutely right. If there's if there's domestic violence, is there even emotional abuse and and, mm-hmm. and and sadistic emotional abuse without any violence? You still have to consider whether you want to leave. Now, even if there's domestic violence, even if there's some sort of sadistic abuse short of that, you still have to forgive. You just can leave. You just should uh, leave. Okay. I knew that's where he yeah. was going. Forgiveness is not I get no amen lights right now. <laughs> Forgiveness is for you. I get you. Ain't <laughs> nobody <laughs> saying that. Y'all like, okay. Yeah. Now, how is he a pastor? No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and I also to clear up, he wasn't saying don't tell your family in order to keep it to yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you can yeah, still tell a pastor. That. You can yeah. still tell a therapist. Just tell people someone, who are actually yeah. going to help you in the situation an objective person tell an objective party who can actually help you a counselor a therapist or someone who can actually help you but sharing with someone who's only going to be on your side who's invested in you more than they're invested in the relationship is not going to be a benefit right. yeah, that, I, that part yeah. i think married people look at those situations different too because we've had friends come to us with situations it's like can you believe so-and-so did this this and that and then me and angel looking at each other like you wrong. Yeah. Like, you feeding this monster. Yeah. <laughs> you was in the wrong here. Like You are the one that set this up and when it backfired. And they like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, we we, we always step me? light because you never know what happened in the household. It's like. Mm-hmm. Friends that want to have you hold you accountable, I hang up on. <laughs> <laughs> Just in regular situations, not even not okay. dealing with like, listen, chaos. She'd be like, "Don't come over here no, with logic. I don't, I don't need to be corrected. None of that. Come over here with that energy." That's funny. Uh, now, Pastor Cal, you know what we salivating for? You oh, know we on, need. Go on. Oh, we, go ahead. Come is on. it time? It, can we? Can we? Can we talk about it? We sure can, child. Now, make sure y'all pick up his book because we we want y'all to get marriage ain't for pops. Mm-hmm. Mary Jane for Pup. Okay. Wherever child. books are sold. Wherever books are sold. Wherever, wherever they sold. sold. But now we got to jump into right Mary now. First now sight. that you're watching it, go get it right now. We'll wait. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Wait, before right. we do this, can we do an ad right here too? <laughs> we had like five more minutes. Five. I'm okay. Attention. You are okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Then go and go and live your life. Ooh, Pastor Cal. So we are in how many seasons have we? 12, 13, 14. We've done three seasons. Oh, and, correct. And you have you <laughs> have been a consistent <laughs> in all three seasons, championing for these couples that we sometimes are like, hmm. <laughs> 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 hmm. Ah, that's an interesting ain't that, combination. Ain't that something? It's like polka dots and plaid. Wow. <laughs> Didn't know those would go together. So so many questions. Booga dots and plants. That's, that's what it'd be looking like sometimes. Let, let's start with, I won't even ask a question about a specific couple. There is something that I notice in a lot of your confessionals that I notice you say. A lot of times when you all are putting opposites together, you're hoping that the one person pulls something out of the next. In, in the three seasons we've watched, <laughs> 
we've watched the person pull anger out of <laughs> <laughs> Look at Patrick House face. <laughs> It was like they was too opposite. This wig ain't secured. (laughs) So, Pastor Cal, uh, in these situations, like, are like, do you all ever in these opposites attract situations be like, ah, thought it would work, or are you thinking, oh, if they had the tools, this could work? Like, yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. You know, you know, it's always, you know, there's always that that possibility that there will be more challenges than we expect. Do we do we always expect them to work? Yes. Do really? Always. Yes. Yes. I'm shocked. <laughs> let me let me share this with you. Let me share this with you. When we when we went and I think let me go a little through the vetting process because I don't know if you guys are familiar with the vetting process before we choose these couples. But Assume we're we, not tell us. Yes, we don't know. <laughs> we, we we vet. I'd say probably a couple months. We you know two or three months. I think of vetting before we actually put them together. And that starts with a 75 question questionnaire before you even get before you even get started. Mm-hmm. And then there's a 500 question questionnaire after you're chosen. I'm out. You just need some persistence already. That's, 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 some, that's some weeding out. Ooh. And then after that, we uh, we meet with them, the three of us, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Viviana and I, we meet. And then after that, they have to have psychological evaluations. They sit with psychologists on two different situations, two different uh, times. Uh, we have wow. background checks, and then we have a deeper dive, a deeper background check. We do uh, social media. We do health evaluations. We do all kinds of screenings. We we meet their family. We talk to rather uh, their you know other people, uh, well, you know, like whoever is near them. We we try to bring in you know a friend or whomever to talk to, and then. Uh, we find out pictures of their exes. You know, we want to see what your exes look mm. like. We, we we do a lot of a lot of weeding and vetting, and then we do all these comparative analyses, and 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 then we eventually match these people. Now, with all that being said, even after we match them, sometimes under the pressure of the lights and the camera and the action, stuff comes out that we had no idea existed. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing we when, when we go back to review, there's one thing we've learned that we have to take into account is you now you got cameramen around, you have all the producers, you have all these people watching. If it were me, you'd probably see a different Marcus. No, <laughs> you wouldn't see a Marcus. <laughs> you'd be like, what's the fine? Here. Yeah, let me write check. this check. <laughs> no, Would you say the fine was? Who do I make it out to? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Do they take cash? But out? I'll be honest. If, if I were to take either of you, either of you couples, and I were to say, okay, let's say Melissa and Kevin. If I were to take a camera, right, a GoPro, and put it in your house for 40 hours a week, all right? And look at the footage. I would find mystery. I would find drama. I would find comedy. I'd find intrigue. Every kind of movie genre you can think of Show would be on that. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times what we're seeing is stuff that no one would see in our relationship. That's right. right. No, you're right. You're right about it. Listen. Yeah, yeah. We, we even said, I asked the question to us, if we were put in that situation and matched up, would we make it? And we all agree, probably not. We probably wouldn't. <laughs> this is getting so good. Before we jump into more of this conversation, we are going to break for our second sponsor of the day. Listen, we are out in the world right now, and the world can be loud, and sometimes you just need to tune it out. Well, we've got what you need, and that is Raycons. Raycons is something that anybody who is wanting to have quality sound in their ears for not a out-of-this-world price This is what you need with their Raycon wireless earbuds. Now, let me tell you, I am flying on flights all the time. I'm now back in the gym working out sometimes before my show dates. And uh, when we're in the green room, I want to be able to zone out, get in the zone so I can be ready to host. What do I pop in my ear? I pop in my Raycon so I can listen to my music and get myself where I want to be. If I'm on the treadmill, I'm putting on my trap music. Me and Meg the Stallion, we riding and I got my Raycons in to make it happen. Now, let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort. And unlike some brands, they don't stick 
out of your ears. Raycons has a 32-hour battery life, so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time. They start at half the price of premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Give them a try, and you'll see what I mean. This is what we want you to do. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now. All of the Bald and the Beautiful listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash tbtb. That's buyraycon.com slash tbtb to save 15% off on Raycons. B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash tbtb. If you uh, <laughs> put a camera up in my house for 40 hours a week early on, like Kevin and right. I got together when we were young teenagers, but let's even you could speed it up. You, if I was in my mid twenties, and we got together, and you had a camera, y'all wouldn't like me. Y'all wouldn't like him. Y'all wouldn't like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, we wouldn't make it. We wouldn't make yeah. it. Oh, people would. It would be, be like, tough. Oh, and, and mind you, you guys are seating. You guys are meeting them when when they are uh, putting their best foot forward. You know, mm-hmm. as as single individuals. You know. Um, but marriage changes everyone, man. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in the production of marriage and the stress of all the all that's around. I mean, it, it changes everyone. And then of the last couple seasons, we've had COVID and the yeah. stress of that. So, you know, of course it changes them. I mean, on paper, scientifically, they're perfect matches. But outside of that, you know, it, it, it gets it can it can be it, it can it can take a detour real quick. COVID is a dog age cofactor on marriage. Uh-huh. So if you've been married for one, mm-hmm. you've really been married for like seven right. <laughs> COVID. Yeah. 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 Now, is there right. anybody- That's a good way of putting it. Yes. <laughs> now, is there anybody you feel like you were bamboozled by? Like after doing all of this vetting, obviously, like you said, these are situations. <laughs> uh-huh. Listen, I'm going to set him up. He can decide where he's going to go Everybody with. knows. We don't talk uh, to Dr. Listen, v. listen. But no. Oh, man. Uh, but we, we know that, like, everybody, when they're going out for this, they are putting their best foot forward. So you're seeing right. them on their best day every single time. And then you see their worst day on television. So he, you, do, or if, has there been any people that you just like, God dang, I had you pegged wrong. Um, yeah, we, we, there've been some, um, any in the three seasons people. we watched, <laughs> you said what, any in the three seasons we watched, well, I don't, um, you know, I, it, it had, you know, I would say that there have been most, let me put it this way. How can I say this in a very, very tactful manner? I could say, I could see an ex-husband that surprised us, you mm. know, from a previous season. Yeah. They, yeah, definitely. But, um, um, you know, I, I I don't I don't want to say the names to protect. Them. Yeah, I, I think it goes without saying. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, but you know, again, you know, there's no accounting for how a person acts under under extreme duress. I mean, there's uh-huh. there's there's no accounting for that. Um, so anything, and, and mind you, they, they've gotten through a lot of di- a lot of vetting. They've got. If you can get through some psychologists, two psychologists, trained, experienced psychologists, and you get through them, what are we going to say? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. That's when you said like the 500 question and a 100 question and two psychologists and background checks. Right. I'm like, some people are just masterminds. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, yes, there are people. Yes, we have been surprised, needless mm-hmm. to say. When you think of uh, the couples that have made it, what do you see as a common theme or thread for those couples? Well, um, I, can, I, I will choose someone and I'll say their name on this one because probably one of my, um, the greatest example, well, two people, the great, one is uh, Bobby and Danielle out of uh, Dallas. Okay. Um, Bobby and Danielle. Do you know them? Do you know who those are? Mm-mm, I just sorry, sorry, okay, okay. I just want you to know that we don't know who you're talking about. But <laughs> okay, okay, I'll talk about somebody else. Okay, fine. The three, the three somebody last season. Remember, uh, uh, Daniel, um, um, Greg and Deanna. Got it. Okay, she. Oh, got it. it. Okay, okay. We love Greg and Deanna. Big Greg fun. and Deanna are a prime example of 
of two people who I believed were going to make it from the beginning and they were consistent the whole time. Let me tell you what Deanna said. She made this comment before she even walked down the aisle. Deanna said, whoever is standing at that altar, I'm going to be married to him for life. Mm. Oh. She, she made that declaration and she, because she was in the mindset that, hey, look, this is real to me. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity to meet someone. I'm going to trust the process. And the other thing that they did, as well as with, uh, 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 let's see who else, um, Shawnee and Jeffy. I got them. Uh, um, Christine and um, Keith. You ain't saying that man yeah. name I know, but I'm going to follow okay, okay, the okay. But the one thing that they've done is that they also <laughs> listened and followed instructions. Mm-hmm. We give them so many instructions during during the season. Some things you see, some things you don't see. These exercises that we're giving them are reasons for them to open up, it's for them to try things, because this is a very radical thing for them to be. You met you marrying somebody you just met. Do you know how mm-hmm. crazy it is, Pastor Cal? Yeah, I mean, come on, you married. Somebody asked me, Well, would you let your son do it? I said, Well, if I'm the expert, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. But you marrying someone you just met. Mm-hmm. And 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 now they've been vetted. I, we didn't just pull somebody off the street and say, "Hey, y'all get together." But we marry. You're marrying someone you just met, and then you're blending lives, and you're having to find out about these person. We're starting with commitment, and then building a relationship, as opposed to a traditional relationship that starts with the building and then comes to a commitment. So, mm-hmm. it, this is very radical and very. So when when I hear see people on social media media and they start criticizing folks and say, "Oh, you you're." Do you realize how stressful this is? This yes. is serious, man. Yeah. It is. One of the things that I always find um, interesting, we brought this up in one of the reviews we were doing about the um, impact, the gravity of starting with the commitment first. Mm-hmm. And I think it speaks to when people say that marriage is just a sheet of paper. But when people are going into this marriage, most of them, this this is real life and yeah. forever mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh my God. That, that is so, so, so true. You know, it's, it is. And, and, and these people are very sincere. I mean, I, I don't want you to feel mm-hmm. as though people are doing, well, you know, I mean, we, yeah, there might be some who we've in the past, there may be just a, a couple who may have come in with the wrong intentions, but generally these people are sincere and they really are looking mm-hmm. for their, their, their lifelong person. They just have not been able to do it on their own. I mean, we we all are blessed. I mean, we were kind of given mates. We found somebody mm-hmm. that we could be with and we stayed with them. And so our situations, look, we we, we were able to find someone. But for these people coming on the show, a lot of times they cannot find anybody. They cannot. Mm-hmm. For some reason, something in their past, something in their life or whatever, they're having trouble. And so they they use this as as an as an alternative. Most people are saying, I'm sick of dating, right. I'm sick of social media, I'm sick of swiping left and right. Can you find me somebody and get through all the get beyond all the dating so I can just be married and go mm-hmm. on with life? Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's it's stressful. But look, we have roughly about sixteen couples, I think. Thirteen or thirteen married marriages. I don't know. It's a whole bunch of that are still together. That are still together. And we got eight babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they be popping out babies if they stay yeah. together. They be having oh, them they kids. making them kids. Yeah, ain't no. ba- man, that's crazy. That's really crazy yeah. to think. That's amazing that you the sh- this show yes. set up as Just created wild as it is, is yeah. has <laughs> created successful marriages that have resulted in kids. And these couples be having more than one child. Mo- more like than children. one. More than yeah. one. <laughs> I mean, I'm a huge advocate. I've uh, talked about it before. I love the thought of arranged marriage. I think it is so smart, especially mm-hmm. when you're looking at like things outside of just being romantic, things right. that can uh, ebb and flow, mm-hmm. like romanticism and then spark. Some days mm-hmm. you got the spark, so other days you just like, why are you here? But like the core thing. So I do love that about the show. But uh, do you all want to ask him about this season's couple? I, I, sure. I have a question in general. Um, so during the progress of the show, mm-hmm. I've said, I think we can all agree, up 
anything pretty much dealing with politics after 2015, 16, <laughs> politics are no longer just politics. Right. So when you have, are you, is this something you all are looking further into now? Um, like we've seen on this, ep this season, season as well as last season where, you know, how people on polar different, a different size of the, that political fence. Um, yeah. And it seems like, I don't know, one couple of, I feel like this season, this might be the breaking point for them, but we'll see. Um, yeah. So is that something you all are looking further into versus, you know, starting yeah. off, you know, maybe the first 10 seasons? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we definitely ha have had to sort of uh, um, change our, our philosophy and our approach mm -hmm. um, as far as, you know, people's political preferences. Because you're absolutely right, Marcus. It's gone from just, you know, who I vote for to it's almost like a moral decision. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. where, where it's like, I mean, people look at this and they, they, they literally judge you based on who you voted for. And you know, I ain't going to call no names, but, you know, one president, you know, caused that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. that's why I said after 2015-16, things are different. Things are different, man. So, so yeah, that is something that we're considering um, uh, more deeply. The, the interesting thing is whenever someone tells us, and, look, and we've had, people have told us, look, if you voted for Trump, I don't want to have nothing to do with you. Uh -huh. Okay, we take that seriously. We take okay, that seriously. And I get it. <laughs> and the, yeah, right. And that, if that's a deal breaker, then we take that seriously. But if mm -hmm. you tell someone, if someone says, you know, well, my family's been Republican, they voted Republican, but as far as I'm concerned, I really don't care, you know, yada, yada. I'm, we, okay, fine. If someone says, yeah, well, I'm a Democrat, but I, I have some Republican values, some conservative values, and okay, fine. Well, then I'm going to, we're, we're going to take you at face value. Mm -hmm. I have a question gotcha. on that because I think I understood where your question was. Folks said your question was good, Marcus. I don't know did what they, it was, they, but I think I understood the context. I, I see one. It's a good so question. My question is, <laughs> Pastor Cal, you folks be lying, don't they? I yeah. think that uh, I often think that people underestimate or minimize things mm. that are important to Come them. Come on, Melissa. Mm. And so I think you, when taking them at face value, I actually think they end up doing themselves a disservice. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You agree to say more? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, you know, and it, the thing is, though, is that we can't, it, we can't read their minds. And, right. and I, think sure. that, I think that we all think that we know ourselves. And, I, and I'm not going to say we don't, but I think we think That's I know, right. we know ourselves pretty well. And again, until you get into the pressure cooker of married at first sight, mm -hmm. then you really know yourself. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amen. Then you Amen. really know what's up. You know, you think, oh, you think that you you need this or you need that. But when you or that you you don't want this. But when you get into it, I'll give an example. I mean, we've had a number of people who said I, I, I their deal breakers were I need someone who's over six feet tall. And that's no, nope, that's it. That's it. That's it. Well, if we find somebody for you who we think is incredible, but they're 5'10", you know, will you mm -hmm. take that? And they mm -hmm. said, well, no. OK, fine, I'll try it. Well, then they fall. They meet the person. And they just, oh, my God, I love them. I love them. Mm -hmm. I love them. You didn't really know yourself that well, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's, a, that's a really uh, that's a common thing. A lot of women say they want somebody six feet tall. Oh, what, yeah. What's it like only like 14 percent? Yeah, I just yeah. him off the market. <laughs> I knew it was rare. Yeah, I was like, stop it, heathens. I'm, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> uh, I have another question for you, Pastor Cal, sure, sure. Uh, specifically pertaining to uh, couples in this season. We okay. look at someone like Merla. Am I saying her name right? Mirla? I don't want Mirla. to say her name. Mirla. Mirla, okay. Mirla. Who, very particular. And in other seasons... We have also seen people be very particular. Now, as viewers, we are like, how did this person get chosen? While there, obviously, Mueller has other really great qualities, but yeah. the, the, the particularness, you think, now, how is this going to work for someone who is going down to out to meet a stranger who she didn't get to, like, handpick, handpick herself? So how does that how does that decision get made? Like what was specifically for her, I guess, how did that become like, she's a great candidate? Because when we hear her talk about all the little things that she must have, and to your point at the very beginning, you have to go into marriage being willing to change. And her theme song is, 
I'm not changing my life for anyone. <laughs> so how does she become someone who is chosen as a candidate or other people not to pick with her? There are other people in other seasons have been like that. Yeah. When, when we have people like that, first of all, again, a lot of the a lot of what you're seeing on camera is coming out on camera. You know, uh, uh, a lot of it is not. I mean, when we talk to them before, we talk to them about changing. We talk to them about being being able to to compromise and what have you. And everybody is ready for it. Everybody's ready for it. And then they get into situations and they realize, well, maybe I, I don't really want this yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and that's not that's not just me. That's that's, you know, everybody, you know, they 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 feel that they can change until they are asked to change mm-hmm. Ooh, that's and good. then it's like i don't know if I'm, I'm ready to sacrifice this and i so we have to remind people of why they even signed up for the show mm-hmm. you signed up because you really wanted marriage you really wanted somebody who who could be in your life and and who knew that you mattered and knew that you you cared about them you know mm-hmm. um so so i i i i, I like Mirla. Um, I, I think that, um, I like Gil. I mean, Gil's an incredible guy. Mueller's an incredible woman as well as the, I mean, I think, I think all of the people in our cast are, are, they have so many great qualities and they have some challenges as well, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, it's the people that we choose when we put together on paper, they are matchable. And when we meet them, they are matchable. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the challenges (laughs) that you see they have to overcome so that they can find out why they were chosen to be matched. Come yeah. on, Pastor Cal, getting the particular words together yes, so he, he don't did. start dragging these folks. <laughs> Before we uh, ask Pastor Cal more questions, we're going to jump into an ad for our last sponsors of today's episode. We'll be right back. Ooh, I'm going to tell y'all right now, once we finish shooting this podcast, I'm going to get me something to eat. And what I'm going to get to eat is a yummy bowl of magic spoon. You guys. Who doesn't love cereal? It can sometimes just call your name. But as adults, we know that we need to take care of ourselves and we've got to eat healthy. That's why Magic Spoon is the cereal for you because it is a guilt-free pleasure. Magic Spoon has zero grams of of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only four... Um, excuse me, only 140 calories a serving. That is such a small amount. Yes. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Build your own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom box are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffle. Now, let me tell you, cookies and cream and maple waffle, they were supposed to only be for a limited time. But y'all bought them things up so much, they, they sold out so quickly. So Magic Spoon was like, you know what? Let's make them permanent. So get you another box today. Or if you've never tried them before, make sure you get them now because they are delicious and indulgent. Um, my favorite flavor, as I've said many a time, is that frosted. It gives me that nice pinch of sweetness that I need to crave my sweet tooth. And it just reminds me of like the cereals that I used to eat growing up. But now I don't have to worry about, you know, not feeling like I'm doing right for my body because Magic Spoon is delicious and nutrition. So this is what we want you to do. Go to magicspoon.com slash TBTB to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code TBTB at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash TBTB and use the code TBTB to save $5 off. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Back to the show. Uh, one question that I have for people that are signing up for this show in the future. Oh, come on, Liz. Say it, Liz. What is the advice you have for them? Outside of like, my advice to them would be don't lie, but you could be more Pacific. No. <laughs> more Pacific. You want, me to be, you want me to be Pacific? Yeah, be very Pacific. <laughs> okay. Um, listen, one thing is, is, is to normalize your expectations. Um, because mm. I think that quite often people are looking for they're looking for us to give them what they've never had in their mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Um, we often ask men, you know, well, when we ask, I mentioned earlier, we get pictures of their exes and people will say, well, yeah, I, I want somebody who's blonde. I want somebody who's 
blue eyes, who's mm-hmm. five foot two, who's this. I want I want a sister who's slim, thick. She got to be this. She got to be that. She got to be this. And I said, can I see the pictures of your exes? Oh, Pastor Hello. Cal, that's so Hello. rude. That is. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you ain't you never dating? dated no supermodel. You ain't never dated yeah. no Come on, sir. And who are you, you to want never. one? And, and yet you want us Sorry. to give you what you have never had. <laughs> right. So going forward, and that's not only in the physical, but understand that if you've been doing something the same way, you have your standards, your checklist, and you've been doing this over and over and over, and your relationships are not working, you are the common denominator. Come on. Hurt Ooh, people's feelings he today. Did too. So, so, yeah. so when you come to be married at first sight, understand we're not going to follow your pattern. We're going to take all this information and we're going to give you what you need. Mm-hmm. Be willing to find out, to be willing to grow in love with that person. Because if you do, you'll have something special. And we got roughly about what 13 to 15 couples that can testify to that. Mm-hmm. Um, my answer yeah I think it was a very good answer <laughs> no, I think normal I didn't expect you to go there but I mm-hmm. think normalizing your expectations <laughs> and even more about let me see what you've had before and I mm-hmm. think they use it they want to use you guys as a um a fairy godmother. That's exactly yes. what it is. A skippity dippity do. Like, mm-hmm. come yeah. and give me everything I've been looking for. And it, that's just not reality. It's and not. sometimes it's like they feel like the reason they haven't gotten married is because the person hasn't shown yeah. up. Yes. And, and it's the like person, five of them showed up. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, you go find a person because he just hasn't shown up. And it's right. like, no, sometimes you got to actually look at what you are doing for yeah. that person, for you to feel as if that person hasn't shown up. Absolutely. You know? And you see that when they always ask, you know, well, we're all the good men. Well, we're all the good women, you know, and, and people ask us that all the time, you know, it's I mean, like you're we, dating them. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, there are tons of great men out there. I mean, let's. I mean, outside of married at first sight, I mean, I know tons of great men. You know, I know tons of single women. The thing is that can we get beyond our, the, the you know the the notions that we have, these perfectionistic notions that we have that this that I, my mate has to be this perfect person, and my mate has to check all of my marks, you know, in order for us to ever fall in love. Just real quick, could you send some of those tons of great men <laughs> to apply to Love on I Stage was just season about to say, two? <laughs> Pastor Cal, you don't think there's pee in the co- in the dating pool? There, there's a... <laughs> mm. <laughs> what? Do I think there's pee <laughs> in the dating pool? You don't think there's the dating pool is contaminated a, a little bit? Also. Yeah, yeah. Of course there's pee in the dating pool. But I I can guarantee you that 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 pee is is if you look at the DNA of that pee, you'll find that it's, you know, chromosomally it's X, Y, and XX. Come on now. Listen, tell the truth, Pastor Cam. Um so like this only stems from uh was it Johnny? Uh-huh. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. So just using him as an example, do you think putting a show like this together is difficult to find people with all the dating apps out there and how easily people can just back away from a possible commitment? Yeah, man. Yeah, that that's that. Yes, yes, yes. It It, it is. Easy. I think people have become accustomed to disposable relationships. And I think that's that's kind of. You know, what we see quite often is you're absolutely right. It's easy for people to back away. It's like and something that he said early is like, yeah, normally by this time I would have been gone. Show that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't say it like multiple, multiple times. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, I give him credit for being honest because a lot of people feel that way. You know, wow. Well, if I had encountered this when I was dating, well, that's why you're single. Come on, yeah. tell the truth. You know, you've been encountering great people who are human and you've been running from them mm-hmm. because you're expecting them to be superhuman Mm -hmm. and those people don't exist except in comic books what we want are real people with real problems you work through those real problems so you can have a real relationship and develop real love Mm -hmm. that's the part of marriage that ain't for punks that ain't no that's the part of marriage that ain't for punks oh my god today yeah because we have stuff we work through all the time and still working through Mm mm-hmm 
Kevin and I have been married. You stick beside. (laughs) We have been married for. 18, 50 years. 17 years. Yeah. I had to do the math. 1700. And we just started, well, that's not true. We were doing marriage counseling together and I didn't like those people. But this lady we got now, <laughs> I really, really, really like her. Yesterday, we had such a great session. And at the end of it, I could tell that like whatever, I won't go into like too much detail, but some of the things I've been wanting kind of came through in the session. And when I tell you that's the part that's like, uh, I'll give you this. She told me in my very first session with her, cause I was like, man, I just feel like I'm wasting a lot of time. And she said, thank the person from years ago that didn't give up. That endurance, <laughs> that need to persevere, the person who didn't give up allowed me to have the session last night, which was the breakthrough I've been wanting for 17 years. Mm. A lot of us abort the mission before we get there. Come on, Melissa. Come on now. That was a long roundabout way. No, that was a great. No, that was, that was it. The journey. That was That's, it. That marriage is a journey. Yeah. It, it is truly a journey. Is consistency not is the key. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I did a wedding this past weekend. I, I, you know, I am actually a pastor. I don't just play one on TV. I was going to ask you that. We're going to go to your pastor, Pastor Cal. We're going to go to your I, church. I'm a your pastor church. in Atlanta, Georcia, at, at Progression Church in Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to hit you up. We're going to be in Atlanta way too much. <laughs> yeah, we'll yep. be there in December. That's right, Pastor Cal. We're going to be there for real. Yep. We're going to come to your church. Oh, hey, 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 let me know. Let me know. I'll no, we are, but we don't be lying now. We're going to be in your DMs like Pastor Cal. <laughs> we coming. <laughs> we coming. <laughs> don't leave That's us awesome. on red. <laughs> yeah, but I was telling a couple, as far as commitment, I was telling them this past weekend when I was doing a wedding, I was saying, look, I gave them CPR for marriage. I told them that CPR is commitment, passion, and respect. Ooh, and good. those things have to be have to exist in a relationship. And that commitment means mm-hmm. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but the commitment basically means, look, I have made a decision that I'm going to stay with you, irrespective of what we go through. I'm going to be committed to fulfilling your legitimate needs. And, and you can count on me. I need you to feel comfortable that I'm not going anywhere. Mm. And then we can work on anything. If mm-hmm. after if, if with every conflict. If with every conflict I have this fear that somebody going to leave, then that's going to change how I handle the conflict. Yeah, oh, that's so good. You're so right. That's so good. But if, if the underlying foundation of our relationship says we have made a decision that we ain't going nowhere, mm-hmm. we ain't going nowhere. OK, yeah, that bad if we life. I know exactly. That's what I, that's what I thought. So, so, <laughs> If we can have that underlying agreement that that this thing is going to be forever, then we can deal with the arguments. We can deal with the fighting. We mm-hmm. can we can we can do all that because we know that hey, look, at the end of the day, one thing we don't have to worry about is our relationship ending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people people don't have that kind of consistency where they can ensure uh, uh, each other yeah. that this is for life. Now, Pastor Cal, is there a couple in the recent seasons, ones that me and Marcus know the names of, please, <laughs> that um, decided to end their marriage that you truly, and I know all of them you truly believed would work, but when they got to that couch, you truly believed, oh, if you just had that commitment, mm. you all could skyrocket out of here. If you all could just get over this threshold of yeah. this day that you feel like, man, you could, you all could really do it. Yeah. Yeah. And the one that comes to mind immediately is uh, from season nine. I knew it. Iris and Keith. I knew it. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, and I think everybody re- recognized that, that, um, Everybody's now, putting in they, the they, I think they both are just fantastic people. Keith, even though he said, um, that, you know, he did want to get a divorce. I mean, through the entire season, he was a complete and absolute gentleman. He really was. Mm-hmm. He was such a good guy during that entire thing. Um, and 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 there was some there were some challenges. I mean, you know, the fact that she was a virgin, you know, that was you know, that was a big challenge to him. But and I wish they could have listened or and more so on him than in her that they could have listened and pushed through. I believe they would have had an incredible marriage. Mm-hmm. I still do. 
I still do. And I was hoping that even though they said no, that they would have gotten together. But I think the damage was done. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. I, they um, they've presented themselves really well in divorce. So we don't you know, we don't have to make it ugly. Yeah. But yeah. I do agree that that was the first season I watched, you know, during yeah. COVID mm -hmm. and the decision I audibly gasped. I mean, oh, <gasps> oh, if like you could have heard us all on set, mm -hmm. we yes. were all, it was just like it was a collective gasp. It was a yes. collective. We just Don't lost so our sad. breath for a second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah no, also, Will and Jasmine uh, from Charlotte, I believe. Yeah. Will and Jasmine. Uh, I believe that they had a, a great opportunity. I think he's, you know, I don't know if you listen to this now, but he screwed that up. No. <laughs> oh, listen. Okay, Pascal ain't too scared, no, man. No, I love it. <laughs> um, when you see um, the couples now, do you guys get to get, like, the couples that have made it? Do you guys, I don't know if you could tell this, but y'all be getting together and stuff and be having, like, reunions and carrying on? You know, you know I, I think the whole Married, is, married at First Sight family is is really really cool because they reach out to each other individually and they have formed sort of like this this community you know this sort of brotherhood and sisterhood where they they do get together quite often i i occasionally will um mm. reach out to them i mean i i talk to couples far in a lot of cases far after the season's done you know, they'll call me and say you know can you help us through this situation help me through that situation said and i'm always open and, and willing to help um and so, yeah, there, there has there been like a big reunion? No, but that is actually a really good idea. Yes, I've been giving the production team all the ideas. Yes, she does. You know, <laughs> that would be a great idea to have just like this collect, big collection of all the uh, all the successful couples. That would really be cool. Do right? a vow renewal. Oh, what a great idea! Girl. Come on, listen. That was yeah. And me and Melissa are down for consulting producing Absolutely. if you need it. Absolutely. I, that I'm is here. such a good idea to do a renewal. Mm. I have a mad. Yes. Okay. That's oh, such a great that idea. Be? If y'all are out there. Uh, yes. Y all, y all. Okay. They should do it. And those who didn't make it, they can be the ring bearer and flower girl. <laughs> and we need to be in the audience. <laughs> oh, We're trying to get an invitation. <laughs> no, we not trying to. We ain't just presenting this. We trying to be a part of it. No, we want to be there. We, <laughs> we want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> that awesome. is such a That's great idea. Awesome. Okay, so listen, Pastor Cal, um, thank you so much. Yes. I have greatly enjoyed our time here. We need to get a uh, fun fact. Pet, uh, Dr. Pepper Schwartz was actually Kevin's um, psychology teacher at mm -hmm. the University of Washington. Yep. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's so, awesome. Yeah, Seriously. super, really a random fact, but it is 100% absolutely true. Um, so Dr. you've been Pepper. great. I think, I know, I'm sure couples reach out to Dr. Pepper Schwartz and Dr. Viviana, but one of the things that you represent on the show, I think for us, is relatable. Ability. Yes. Yeah. I mean, when you sit down and talk to these couples, and you'd be like, "Listen, man. Yes. You messed up." Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think it's such a like you. You know, you never lose like the authority that you yeah. hold being on the show and as yeah. a pastor and all of that and the respectability that comes with it. But you also are just there as like. I'm really trying to help you here. Yeah, that's right. that. We always sitting there with thinking like, ooh, way to pass the cow talk yes. to this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I tell, I tell come my off. wife all the time, I'm like, God, I, I got to work on my expressions. So no, I no, we no. need them. They're the best. No. We need them. As soon as we see the glasses come off, we're like, oh, I know, here man. it comes. <laughs> And you always do try to come uh, with love, which is great, more yeah. than what we could ever give. And uh, I'm serious. I'll be like, he still found a way to bring that around in a loving place where Dr. Pepper, she'll snatch a knot in folks so quick, oh, which is also entertaining <laughs> yes. as well. Uh, but you also, I feel like you represent a voice. Uh, while the casting is always diverse, it's nice to know that there is a black man Absolutely. on the side Absolutely. of the, the vetting and putting these couples together because yeah. there is so many other complexities. I was actually just talking about this on Rose Pricks, this other, uh, I reviewed The Bachelor, which I hate that show. I love this show. <laughs> I hate that show. But uh, one of the things that I always, uh, that frustrates me is that when they cast these uh, 
shows without thinking about the complexity of what it's like mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. black mm -hmm. in this country as well as uh, how uh, relationships are even um, built in this country when you're black, when you're a dark-skinned yes. woman versus a lighter-complected yes. woman. So uh, I, yeah. I thank you for being there because that's something that I know a lot of other dating shows where they don't have a person of color, a black person specifically, helping with casting they're not aware of, they don't care about, so they don't realize the mm -hmm. optics that are, you know, happening on camera. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate, appreciate that, you know. Another show, I The Blackula. You know? The Blackula, yes! <laughs> <laughs> do it! Please do. I watch Please. it, I review it, I do a podcast. Uh, listen, I mean, we'd be listen, all over it. The way we review all the dating shows, we would absolutely, anything you want, Pastor Cal, we're here for. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Listen, thank you so very much. We appreciate your time. Um, if you want to tell people one last time where they can get your book, the title of it. Is it on Audible? It is Audible. I actually spent hours and hours doing the audio book myself. You know? I'm oh, yes. so happy you did. I wasn't going to say anything if you didn't. But I always right. believe that authors should read or audio their own audio book. Mm -hmm. It yeah, just it, should It was happen. a lot of fun. Yeah. And you want to hear your voice. I yeah. want to hear like your cadence and your intonation. And I'm sure you have like right. funny quips and maybe you pause here right. differently. Yeah, because as I'm reading, yeah, as I'm reading, I read, especially if I know the author, I read in, in their, their voice. voice. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, look, I'm so excited. Looking forward to you guys reading. And give me your feedback. I want to know what you think when you read the book. Let me know how it affects you or, or, or what have you. So uh, I'm so excited for that. And thanks for the opportunity also. Thank you. All right. I think the opportunity here. was ours. Yeah, it really <laughs> yeah, yeah. was. And that check it out. Great. You can get the book on Instagram. Um, I am Calvin Robeson. Look it up there. Or wherever books are sold, uh, you can go to my website, calvinrobeson.com. I am Calvin Robeson on IG. Or where, just wherever. Go to Barnes & Noble. They got them there, you know, all over the place. Mm -hmm. Love it, love it, love it. And you can find Pastor Cal on Instagram as well at um, I am Calvin Roberson. Yes. yes, I am Calvin Roberson on yes. Instagram. Yes, on the and, Instagram. and let me just say this also. I, I hate to prolong, but the book is actually called Marriage Ain't for Punks, but it's for everybody, whatever, whatever stage you're in, whatever stage you're in in your relationship, whether you're married, single, or divorced, or thinking about marriage, or what have you, because some of the principles in there are just relationship principles that everybody can relate to. I was going to say, the title says that to me. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you can read this at any moment in your life. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and relationship or marriage is really self-work first. Mm. And then you do it together. So mm -hmm. uh, marriage aim for pugs really, to me, also sounds like get yourself together. Amen. Because hey. uh, you'll get beat up once you say I do if it ain't together. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we'll, I'm going to have a live signing on, on, on September 9th. Okay. Oh, that's Why around not? the corner. That's two yeah, days. That's, that's in two days, actually. Is it? Yeah, two days. There'll be a lot online live signing. So uh, you can find out more information that just hit me up on my IG. You'll see that. Oh wait! Oh, when you say uh, you're doing it on Instagram, or you're no, gonna well, do it no, at a book actually, club? the live signing is uh, through a premiere signing, premiere live signing, where we actually do all the signing online. It's live, it's live, and you can call in and and tell oh, uh, comments. Or we sign the books, and you'll get it. Got it. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, okay. I thought you were about to be in front of a bunch of folk, and I was about to say, wear your mask. Yes. Dr. Cal. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. COVID ain't that bad. It can't get through the computer. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You <laughs> good, you good, you good. Uh, thank you once again. We appreciate your time on today. Um, hopefully, we thank can you have you back. Pastor Cal, you can come back anytime you want. Anytime you want. Anytime oh, thank you so much. You, you guys want. are awesome. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you.